Welcome to another edition of there you go. 50 Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that says, and welcome to another edition of 50 Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that says, and stop it. <laughs> Joining me, there we go. as always, is Lee. Hi, well, actually, I guess, not, I guess not as always. That is uh, well, yeah, that's not necessarily yeah. true. Sarah says hi. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, no, I mean, you had to take care of some stuff the other day, so I uh, did some recording, and I even figured out how to do it, like, live and crap. It was awesome. You have, and it wasn't... Although I need this background, because I only had the old extract background somehow. You, uh, well, see, you go over here. Let's 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 debug no, this now. we're not going to do so, this right now. So, what no. you do is... What you do is... We we talk about other stuff. So, John, John, okay, I've started to get out my geek stuff, man. I am now wearing my, I'm showing it off on the camera, but it's really itty bitty tiny. I am wearing my geek famous necklace right now. I am wearing a Dragon Con shirt, which I've done a lot while we've been doing these. It's just, you know, hashtag geek famous so that, you know, people can look us up because, you know, we're geek famous. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, no. We're not. We're not. It's okay. Um, but I got my Geek Famous out. I got some of my other jewelry out. I have a really cool hand, uh, Han, Han Solo blaster necklace that's really heavy and hurts. But I got it. I got dragon necklaces. I'm getting all my stuff out. And it's awesome because as we uh, do this right now, as we record, we're less than a week. We are Five days away? No. Six. Six days away? Well, six. it depends upon... It depends upon how do you can't. Right. I mean, Dragon Con officially starts on Tuesday. So Dragon Con officially starts on Thursday. Sorry, um, John. I know you get those keywords so confused. It's Thursday. It's only four days away then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For those people... Now, there are a lot of people who are going to be coming into town early. And yes. that's kind of cool. So, um, and there, you know, there are always these parents who are like, is there anything else to do? Well, first of all, you're in downtown Atlanta. So there's a lot to do. We've got the aquarium there. We've got the World of Coke there. We've got the Children's Museum there. All of those are around Olympic Park. The zoo is a short hop, skip, and a jump, either on a bus or an Uber and everything else. There's also Six Flags, but who boy, that's a drive. Um, so that's really good. The other thing is that I just found this, which is that the Wild Kratts, that TV show that used to be live action and is now cartoon. Wait, what? The Wild Kratts. Wild Kratts. You you just found Kate? that you just happen to have that laying around. 
actually it was in my GPB uh, passport thing because we're we we support Georgia Public Broadcasting. But at the Children's Museum of Atlanta, which is right at Olympic Park, they will be. Oh, also down uh, right there, it's World of Coke. I don't think I said that one. But at children at the Children's Museum, they are going to be having the Wild Kratts Creature Power the exhibit. I have no idea what this is, folks. But it doesn't end until September 5th. So if you have kids, because, you know, John, there where's are it, families that again? That again? at the Children's Museum of Atlanta. Oh, okay. Right. And there's also the Center for Puppetry Arts, which is great. Um, Atlanta food is, there's so many wonderful, wonderful, wonderful places. Yeah, we got uh, a lot of, we got a lot of, uh, hints and tips oh, from, yes, we did. from, uh, folks over, if you go back and listen to the Colin episode, mm-hmm. uh, tons of people had, yep. had, uh, suggestions for mm-hmm. various places to eat in yep. the Atlanta area. And that's always fun. So go look at all those places and that's great. And then, you know, it's just fun. And I, just was looking at something. Um, basically, I it's discoveratlanta.com weekend. But there are always all these great things going on. Um, there is free yoga in Woodruff Park, which is right down Peachtree Street, where the parade used to start. They'll used to start. Free yoga down there. Used to start. Yeah. Doesn't start there now. Oh, is that new? Mm-mm. Or or We're has not it at Woodruff Park? Oh 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 oh. Where we oh. start now? Okay, gotcha. You got it now. So so never mind. We'll 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 discuss. Actually, we'll we can discuss this tomorrow. Yes, we will. There's we a, talk to the parade oh, people. Yeah, because I because I'm we I'm now a little confused. I'm just tiny bit John, confused. John, I don't know why you say now I'm confused. There is also. By the way, I'm driving. Time. I'm driving for the well, not the first time, You're but the first driving? time solo. Uh, driving to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so God help us that if I make it, I actually make it there. <laughs> well, you know, if you start like, my, like my, Tuesday, my, my directional, you could take a night off, you know, you could go short. My directional uh, um, acumen is lacking. Don't you just get on 85 For, and go north? It, no, not 85. Or 75 and go north? I'd go 75, 75 and go north, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Just straight on up there. Uh, and when you get to the big, big, thank big you, Mary. city, Mary says safe travels. When I get the big, the big, well, city well, well, I'll, I'll know, I'll know when I get to Atlanta when uh, traffic comes to a stop There's by itself. Yeah, well, it depends on what time you get in. Oh, that could be any time. I've, I've, oh, well, that's uh, my, my assessment, my assessment of Atlanta travels, uh, traveling or driving in Atlanta, the, the few times yes. that I've done it, mm-hmm. is, um, it is a lot of. Oh, I could walk faster than I'm moving right now. Mm-hmm. Especially downtown on the interstate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, just getting onto the oh, freaking interstate. Oh yeah. We, when we let, when when I the last time the one time well I don't deny it. the one time the last time that I drove to Atlanta for Dragon Con because back when I was in college That's we we, we we drove a while but it was with the we family were in college. Yeah. Well, well we I, I just got college. I just gotten out of college. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were coming to Dragon Con that long. I know when you came oh, no, no. with your family. Well, I, I came. So I came for a couple of years. We we, we went for a couple, a couple of times. I think it was right after college. Sorry, it wasn't. Okay, it was all my college friends. Um, ah. that, and then we then we stopped. Then we started coming back again. So it, it was it was a very it was a sort of anyway. But um, uh-huh. but anyway, the last time with 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 uh, my family, 
we must have spent, I don't know, 45 minutes just trying to get uh, onto the interstate from, I don't know, five feet away from the interstate. It was ridiculous. Anyway, enough about Atlanta that is traffic. Ridiculous. Uh, That's Chopper enough. Dave will Chopper Dave will have your information later. Uh, he passed away. What? Yeah, he'd been around. Nobody for a while, tells me anything. Uh, yeah, well, honey, it was like five years ago, four or five years ago. They Chopper now Dave. Have, they've now. Well, yeah. I was just making up some random dude. Now he's already got a backstory and oh. he's dead. Oh, you don't know who I'm talking about. I have oh, no yeah, idea. Have, I live in Tampa. I'm pretty. Oh, well, you were talking about him like you knew it. But yeah, we had a guy. I thought it. Well, I thought his name was Dave. Now I'm sitting here. I in the sky. Yeah, I think so. Welcome to the Dragon Con podcast, the podcast that's about traffic and traffic reporters. There we go. But I also want to tell you one other thing that, and I don't want anybody to leave Dragon Con. Please understand. But there is a Bridgerton ball um, on September second and September third. You have to pay for it, but you know, you get to go and dress up and be in Bridgerton is from what I'm telling. But, and some people really like Bridgerton, you know, and that's, what's great. You know what? I bet there are a whole lot of costume people going to be in Bridgerton costumes, which would be heavy and very hot. So, so that's, a, but th- that's not a dragon con thing. <clears throat> that means no, this that's is not a the dragon queen's con ball. Thing? No, the queen's brawl, uh, Bridgerton experience is not, it does cost money. So, just FYI. That's... And nearby restaurants it has down, Fox Brothers Barbecue, y'all. <laughs> Fox Brothers is good. It's an Uber trip, or just everybody jump in John's car. I don't know. Uh, John's going John's gonna to park someplace. That's why he sent an email mm. earlier, or a text earlier to Lee asking, where's the best place to park in Atlanta? Oh, did you? Yes. For Oops. Dragon Con. Ah, but enough of this traffic and enough driving of this. stuff. Okay, so, but you're talking about Bridgerton and all of these other things. I wasn't That's talking about Bridgerton. Thing. You were talking about Bridgerton. I was talking about Bridgerton. Okay, I just want to know that Lemon, oh, it's going to well, be awesome. What? Well, Lemon Fia. I, 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 I think we've we've gone over this before, uh, but I may be mispronouncing yeah. the name. But anyway, uh, says they went to the Bridgerton Ball, Bridgerton Queen's Ball, and it was so much fun. So. There you go. And it's a family event. So kids and families. Um, and that's per Atlanta. But, John, that's the great thing. See, we have people who like Bridgerton and the aquarium. And then there are 30 plus, 35 plus tracks now. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets to be crazy in their own fandom. Oh, okay, good. And you know, that's always wonderful. And you have to stay the there. Person... You're not allowed to leave your fandom. No, you never. Yes, you that's, are. That's my, that's my rule. I'm now pl- placing that out there. No. You oh. can find new fandoms and new pairings. But that do you we maybe have anybody about. that could tell us about some other fandoms we, we haven't talked about yet this year? We ha- we could. And her name is Carol, and she is in the waiting room. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hi. And she is the track director for the Urban Fantasy Track at Dragon Con, which is a huge track. So, hi, Carol. It's been so long. Yay. How you doing? Yes. It's lovely to see you both. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Carol, we're going to get started on this easy. Urban fantasy is what? <laughs> Tell me what it seems like we ask this every year, and things. I always forget well, what the actual answer is. Yeah. Oh, we all, I actually know the answer, but we have new people. This one I remember. 
Well, you can distinguish urban fantasy from other types of fantasy in the, the easiest way is that urban fantasy typically takes place or the majority of it, the majority of the action, whether it's books or media, takes place in a, a recognizable world. It's okay. something that it could be the same, you know, it, it could be real world Atlanta. And in fact, there have been a <laughs> series set there. Most every uh, show. Is, right, exactly. <laughs> Lots of those. Whether whether it be um, whether television they, or yeah. books. That whether they say way. they're in Atlanta or not, it's Atlanta. Well, and <laughs> I love now with She-Hulk, I love with She-Hulk now, all of a sudden they'll be like, Oh, look at these random palm trees. And I'm like, okay, so first of all, y'all went out in Hollywood and LA and shot that and then came back to Atlanta. Cause honey, I know right where that is. It's right across the street on Peachtree, about four blocks from where we are. But I digress. But like one of the shows I can see from here on your really cool in your cool little phantom area here, but I see supernatural and on the, on that, what is up yes. door. That's a well, and that's actually a pretty good segue to the other part Perfect. of the definition of urban fantasy is that there is typically a supernatural element to to the stories that you that are taking place, mm-hmm. um, whether it be via magic or you know typically some sort of magic, but there there is some sort of supernatural um, element to it, and yes. Supernatural is uh, one of the one of the properties, one of the shows that we cover mm-hmm. um, on on the track, and you know it, it, it. It's amazing the fact that it's been around for it has been. You know that it was on for fifteen years, which is a major accomplishment for any television wow. show. I, I, fifteen. You know? It is off now, right? Yes. It's off now. Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, the fact that it, that it was a genre show that was on for that long is really amazing. So, yeah. um, in any case, uh, yes, we're, and we're very pleased to be hosting, uh, some, uh, cast members from the show. Oh, cool. Um, I know Mark Shepard's coming, who I call the little black dress of sci-fi fandom because Mark yes. Shepard has been in every sci-fi show there is. He Not has. Yet. Not yes. for not for as many episodes as he no, was. Not and always, so he right? He he has been in so many, and he's a delight. And I'm thrilled to have him back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ruth Connell will be joining us. Oh, so, yeah, it'll be great. She was there a couple of years ago, right? She was. Yes, she was there oh. a couple of years ago, and I'm glad that she is uh, returning. I, she was there in 2019. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, you know. Because we all know what happened in 2020. That's yeah, we kind of tried to forget. What happened? 2020, it, I don't I've been know. As, I've been asleep for a little while. What, what, what's going on? I don't know. 2020 Nobody was, was like there a, in 2020. 2020 was the first that bad time. episode of Dallas. You know, we all, it was a dream. We all wake up in the shower and it was a dream. So I'm sorry, Tara. No, no, that's quite all right. Uh, um, and then two other uh, cast members that we have joining us, uh, neither of whom have been a guest at con before or Osric Chow and uh, and Alexander Calvert. Okay. Now help me know what shows. I know both of those names. So Alexander Calvert was Jack, the Nephilim on supernatural. I'm still talking. Oh, the Nephilim. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So yes. So we have, we have them to look forward to and, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that it's, whenever we have somebody who's never been there before, that's very exciting. So, 
yes. And uh, would you like to hear about our other media guests at this time? I would, sure. but hold on one second. I want to make sure I don't forget to say this. Now, everybody, if you're going to go to the Walk of Fame to get an autograph or things like that, there will be a map outside of the Walk of Fame that will show you where people are. And Dragon Con does their best to kind of put people that are in shows together close. They don't always put them like right beside each other, but you know, they do that because somebody, I mean, like Mark Shepard, as I said, the little black dress of sci-fi fantasy. Um, so, but just know that, that there is one. So if you're really looking for one or two people, make sure you go and look at that map because um, it's very important. So, yes, but who else? You got some other new people. Who you got? Who you got? Yes, and we have, uh, and this is very exciting because they have not been at con before, is mm -hmm. some cast members from the the original Charmed. And we have, wow. um, yeah, Holly Marie Combs is coming. Oh, uh, wow. Brian Krause. And Drew Fuller. So we're we're very excited to have all of them and, you know, together. That's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then we also have uh, some cast members from The Magicians coming. Uh, Hale Appleman and Stella Maeve. So we're we're very we're very lucky to have uh, such cool folks joining us this year. And we're really looking forward to that. Okay, now wait. No John Larroquette from The Magicians? No, wait. Was he? No, he wasn't The Magicians. He yeah, was the other the one. That's The Librarians. That's The Librarians. Shoot. I was all excited that maybe John Larroquette would be coming. <laughs> I love John Larroquette. Well, I mean, anytime he wants to come, we'd all Please, love to right? please, yeah. Mr. Larroquette, we would love you to come. Many of us grew up on uh, Night Court and Dan Fielding, man, that was the evilest man in the world when you were in the 80s and 90s, you sometimes thought, but he was great. So, yeah, that is a lot of gas, Carol. You're going to be hopping. <laughs> well, and that's just, you know, we're a hybrid track. We cover right. media and books, and we'll be featuring over 50 authors on panels throughout the weekend. So. Okay, now I got to ask this. That is a lot of authors. And yes, we've, we've said this a couple of other times, but, you know, people go back and forth and they'll listen to what they want to listen to. So I'm not trying to be redundant, but authors usually do not. Well, I've never seen an author um, ask, ask for, pay for a signature. Most of the authors, you bring a copy of the book, they are thrilled to sign it. Many of them will have one there because they know so many people now read on e-readers and do it that way. So it's always great to do that. They'll also just sign something else too. So, but they're usually there and that's great. Now, but you got, I mean, so urban fantasy is the vampires and the werewolves and a lot of other there's a whole lot. Not to talk about just all the book tie-ins to the TV shows. So, like, how are you grouping some of these? Because you got What do you do? Like, okay, here's all the vampire writers. I, I mean, I don't know what you do. So, well, typically, they, you know, most of the people who write in the genre tend to feature different kinds of magical creatures or beings in their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the way that I set up the programming is that the the panels are um, thematic approaches. So, okay. it you know, it's usually something specific to do um, with a, a particular uh, type of creature. Now, for example, our uh, 
should we have a we have a panel this year on weir creatures and shifters and the focus of the panel is going to be on how do how do those folks manage to balance or you know the the two sides of their nature so you know that 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 is a, a challenge that they face all the time especially in urban fantasy when most of them are trying to you know, pass as human most of the time, or that they are human most oh, of the time. They are, right. Uh, right. Okay, so now you said you called them, like, I understand shifters, because they can shift from human to a lot of different supernatural beings, but you called them were creatures. I- I'm a little confused with that one. Well, and the reason I use that term is that there were, that, you know, everybody knows the term werewolf. Right. But then there might also be other types of, uh, you know, other types of were creatures that are, uh, you know, some other type of animal. It's not necessarily, ju- you know, it's not just a wolf. And if, uh, and there, there is a distinction between a were animal and, uh, a shifter and the shifters, I think it's a, it's a little bit more general sometimes right. because some of some shifters can, can change into multiple different um, beings right. rather than just their human side or just one. But, uh, you know, a, a were creature typically has just the association with one. Oh, okay. And, you know, but I there's a wide variety within, within the field, but, you know, that's just as an example of, um, you know, one way to approach as you were saying, how do you put all these, all these people together? Because if we tried to put everybody on one panel who had ever written a vampire, yeah, we wouldn't have enough, you know, we'd have to kick the audience out and, and let them all sit in the, (laughs) that would, yeah, I'm sorry. We're just going to keep all of these. Now I, um, I do want to let people know that if you are curious about real life werewolves and shifters and things of that nature skinwalkers would be one of the shifters you want to look at extract and the paranormal track because mm-hmm. they're together so you can go and talk about people that real life believe this reality and then you also have this great urban track urban fantasy so there's kind of the difference in that so just don't want people all of a sudden to go up to carol and go where's the bigfoot programming and she's like we got a whole creature's thing and they're like no like where can i go find bigfoot that's not carol well you that's can't find bigfoot in atlanta you have to go out to the right now we may it. have bigfoot show up to a panel but i don't plan to feature any bigfoot yes. there you go <laughs> if, if well, bigfoot shows up i'm gonna give him a seat somewhere so yeah sir sarah, be good. sarah well, does ask I, I, yeah i saw her question and i just oh. wanted to say if i could let me add let me just say what yeah. lee in answering to what lee said is kind of the distinction that I make if people ask is that we are the, the urban fantasy track, the cue being fantasy is that we typically are dealing with things that are taking the approach of fiction. Whereas X track or, or the paranormal track, the, the pro the paranormal programming that is part there of X track. Actually, you know, kind of the, those are more ghost hunter type people. Right. Uh, the, and the people who are actually hunting for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Uns- true life or real, you know, they, they're unscripted um, looking Right, exactly. Unscripted, and they are looking for actual evidence mm-hmm. of 
of uh, you know those the kinds of, of creatures. Yeah. Yep. There in, in answer to Sarah's question, yes, a shifter would be something like an anamorph that that uh, you know. Now some shifters only have one animal that they turn into, and the thing is. Again, you know how I mentioned that this was fiction. Right. Uh, people kind of do their own thing. You know, some some uh, in some works there may be shifters that only do change into one animal. Okay. And then uh, you know, and a lot of times I think with shifters they have more of a choice of when they actually can change, mm-hmm. and where creatures are kind of stuck. Okay, there's a full moon, and I'm going to have to shift, mm-hmm. so I have to go where I'm away from people, uh, you know, that they can't, it's not something that they can uh, choose to avoid. Okay. Got it. That's good. I uh, like it. Brandon points out that he's heard that you can find Bigfoot on Peachtree street. That could yeah, be- but- I, I would, I would argue you could only find that's only true on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Never mind. Uh, actually that's it a, would be Thursday, a- Thursday, Thursday Bigfoot. for the, uh, that wrestling. Bigfoot. Um, the, the, the monster I, yeah. truck. Anyway, <laughs> you guys were saying something. Go on. Well, I yeah. So it's always going to be great, and I like that idea. Oh, oh, um, there was also for, somebody else who said, "Why is there no rural?" Brandon it was Brandon. It was of no, course, of course, it was Brandon. Why wouldn't it have been Brandon? Brandon? Why is there There's no rural? No rural fantasy track, and I would say rural fantasy track is called American Sci-Fi <laughs> and American <laughs> Sci-Fi Classics. And horror, because, of course, horror is going to have it because these dumb people are sitting here in a cornfield and all of a sudden decide to run to the really creepy looking barn. So there you go. Although I I still say, Carol, there should just be a Canada track, too. So all of the shows that are filmed in Canada. Now, you'd only have them for five years because then they move back somewhere else. But it's too cold up there. It's just, well, yeah. they lose that tax break. So there's that. Is that true? Um, After five well, years, they lose that tax break? Is that true? At one point they did in oh, Canada. Okay. They may have changed it now. But oh. yeah, that's why X, that's why X-Files was only up there five we, years. We've talked about traffic. Why not talk about taxes? Go ahead. Yeah, that's always yeah. good. Well, I, I would also argue that even though the, the title is Urban Fantasy, mm-hmm. that actually... Uh, People, I'm just, I'm sorry. I was laughing. No, no, I know. Good. That's why I try not to look at the comments. Um, yeah, but like, I giggle at them too. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do the giggle in a minute. I do. I do think that urban fantasy, it's a little bit of a misnomer in a way because mm-hmm. you can have urban fantasy that takes place in the countryside or, mm-hmm. you know, that has this, it, it has all of those same elements, but they're just, they're not in the middle of the city. And that's also, uh, true. I always do a panel, if I can, um, most years on historical or urban fantasy, Mm. you know, things that take place in other time periods besides, you know, the contemporary, which a lot of people associate with, uh, with urban fantasy. Well, that's really cool. That's really cool. And why we're giggling folks, all three of us was Brandon. (laughs) When I talked about having just a Canada track said, we can call it the maple syrup road. Well, we have silk road. So because right, it goes right back to track Silk Road, which is Maple Road. I would be okay with that. And poutine and beavers. Ugh, poutine. Ugh. And Tim Hortons, but we're getting a Tim Hortons in Atlanta soon. So happy. Sorry. Um, okay, so Carol, that is really cool. And I like this idea with thematic expression. Folks, there are, I just looked it up on the app. And Carol, I know they'll change. Don't breathe. 
take a big deep breath in and out. But there are 55 <laughs> panels currently scheduled in Urban Fantasy. I'm oh, going to bet you can find some, Yeah, that's all. That's all she's doing. Uh, I'm Whatever. Bet you can find some fun stuff. Right? Yeah. Yes, I would hope that, that people yeah. would. We do also um, have fan panels. Yes, on, you do. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that are, usually they are ones that are currently airing, mm-hmm. but we do have, I mean, we have, uh, we do of course have Buffy fan panels every year because there would, the rest of these wouldn't exist if it weren't for Buffy. I'm sorry. That's my stance. And I, I stand by that. Um, so you're not in the monster camp that the monsters is what kicked all, all this off. <laughs> well, there's a big gap, you know, there's like a 30 year gap between the monsters and much as I love that. But, yeah. but I mean, Buffy and uh, Supernatural, those will always be included. But typically our fan panels are on shows that are currently on the air. Mm-hmm. And one that we're looking forward to with great anticipation this year and- is the one for the Sandman. Yes. So uh, that uh, we expect uh, to, you know. I hope you got a bigger room. You're going to need a bigger boat, possibly. Yeah, I guess we'll boat. see. I guess is it is it is it straight in your in your track room? Yes, I I do have a good sized track room though. No, you do, and your track room. Let's talk about that real quick, but we'll also go over it at the end. You are in the Westin. Yes, and which rooms? Chastain one and two, Mm -hmm. which which you come. It's on this. It's on the sixth floor or street level, as you know, people will refer to it. Uh, It's the same floor. The the weirdest number of the other. If you go in the front door of the Weston, it's the weirdest thing. You're going to pass our old room, our former room, on the right, which is military sci-fi, and then if you uh, on on your left is Apocalypse Rising. All of our good friends. Uh, keep going towards the back through the through where the elevators are, or you can walk around the elevators and go behind where you see the escalator. Our room is at the back there. Yeah, the so, west, the what that western western entrance, western entrance is the TARDIS yeah. of DragonCon, I believe. You wind up yes. someplace you don't think you're going to wind up. <laughs> Somehow you're on the sixth floor. And, and you're at street yeah. level. I don't. Yeah. And all of a sudden, too, you'll walk in a room that actually looks like one of those small, little, tiny rooms. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, what yeah. in the absolute. What? Yeah. You know, now, Deadpool would say something. But I mean, it's, it's some of those rooms you're like, oh, this is going to be too tiny. And then whoosh. You, you, you mentioned Buffy and you're bringing back a fan favorite this year, aren't yes. you? Woo-hoo! Yes, we are. We are very excited to once again be able to offer the live action Buffy Horror Picture Show on Sunday. And that will, we'll have two showings on Sunday, one at 5.30 and one at 7. And uh, we're very excited to be able to do this. Um, you know, we, it, it's, it's, been, it's been longer than we would have wanted for it to yes. happen. But we know that the past two years, one was impossible and one was extremely, un- and then last year would have been unwise. But this year we felt as though things were a little better in order to, you know, in order to do that. So uh, we're, we're very excited to uh, be doing that. And I, and I do want to give a big shout out uh, 
to <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon's making me laugh. Good job. Brandon, Brandon. needs to stop. Brandon, we gotta get through <laughs> this. Brandon, Brandon says hopefully we can finally find out if they really got the mustard out. Yeah, if they did, well, yeah. Brandon, you have to come and see if you can help Brandon, us uh, suss that out. But I, I do want to uh mention uh, my volunteer, uh, Anna Puerta, who will be the director for the show this year. And, and to be honest, I'm always happy to host it, but uh, she's the one who is doing all of the really hard work. And yeah, I mean, I'm happy for the track, for our track to be hosting it because we cover the show, but if it weren't for her, I'm not so sure that we would have been able to pull it off. So I, I want to just say how much, um, you know, that I appreciate that. And I know that everyone who comes is going to do so as well. And this year that will be in the Peachtree Ballroom in the West. Okay. So that gets a really big group. So that's kind of really cool. And all the parts are already done, folks. You can't go and volunteer when you get there. Um, (laughs) At least not as far as we know, if we have any last minute, uh, you know. Yes. uh, Um, You also reminded me something that makes me feel, oh, wow. What year is it for Buffy? Oh yes, it's the 25th anniversary of the show. So um, she uh, said she said 2.5 yeah. year anniversary. That's what I heard. That would feel yeah. ever so much better if it were 2.5. 2.5 anniversary. Rather really like that. Um but yeah, 25 years of Buffy. I, I don't know yeah. if I've told I probably have, but I got to tell you the story. So we loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer in here and if it was 25 years ago, it started two years before my, my son was born. And as he grew up and old enough, like at four and five, we would let him watch Buffy. And my mother's like, I can't believe you're watching that. Da, da, da. And I was like, mom, hush it. Cause he's <laughs> never had a night terror. And she was like, Oh, how can he not have a night terror? I said, number one is he knows this is all makeup. This is all make-believe. There's no monsters. There's nothing like this that's coming. This is all make-believe. And I said, and then we hedged our bets. Because then we taught him. And if it's not make-believe, his answer was, Buffy will get him. And I'm like, there you go, Mom. See? This is not and, bad parenting. And, and then at six. Odd parenting, maybe. At six years old, he was watching the Hellraiser series. No, he was not, actually. Thank you very much. Yeah, he got mad at me because he also took forever to play first-person shooter games. And finally, I had to give up a couple of years into middle school. But we digress. So, but yeah, so Buffy, I'm sorry, folks. You do you as a parent, but Buffy gave my child had no night terrors because it wasn't real or Buffy would get them. Perfectly fine. Uh, So that is really cool. Yeah, so now... I, I got to write this down, though, because I did write this down. Some of your shows, they are brand new and for the guest Sandman, stars that for are coming. Yeah. Sandman, for example. But I was actually talking about guest stars because you got some convergents, and that's always the bestest panels ever, folks. Carol, come on. Help me out here. Because when you have somebody who's first come to con, they're just like, no matter whether they're a guest, a pro, or a member, they're just like, how, right, right. What? What? That person is what? Yeah. So it's always so funny. It's always so funny. <laughs> Rob's comment. Rob, Rob Cindy also was a, at age six. He was uh, watching seven. Oh no, at seven was watching seven. faces, faces of death. Oh, so okay. I don't know what faces of death is, and I'm not going to look it, it up, Rob. It it actually. Well, we're not going to go down this road, but it did uh, traumatize <laughs> me as a kid, and and oh, I was a, I was a teenager at the time when I saw it, and. 
even though I think later, I didn't really follow mm-hmm. up on this later, it was found that a lot of it was not, it was staged, but but some of it is just, it's just horror. Anyway, anyway, uh, so, okay, uh, so uh, I, I we're talking, we're talking about guests of Dragon Con. Let's talk about or, this. Or traffic. So One or the other. Cool. Let's not talk about yeah, faces right. of death. And so, all right. So Buffy, you said, was on Sunday night? Sunday night. Sunday yeah. afternoon, kind of 530. Right, right. Early evening, right. yeah. Early evening, yes. For those people who want to go and have some fun and aren't are going to watch the masquerade later on Dragon Con TV in their hotel room cuz they're going to go eat while everybody else is at masquerade. So there you go. You got a panel right before you go eat somewhere. That's um right. and you also have a band that you are excited that is coming back this year for you. Yes. We have this will be our third year doing this event uh, which I call the Spooky Tales and Haunting Music. And what that is, is we have uh, preceding this is our panel on ghosts in urban fantasy. And what we will have is some readers. We'll have four people who will be reading short snippets, you know, um, either a a passage, something that's particularly eerie and creepy from either their own work, uh, which is what they typically do, or someone else's, and, you know, if they just really want to. And mm-hmm. they will. there will be some underplaying of the music. You'll, I mean, mm. you'll get to hear some of that. And uh, by Valentine Wolf, and they're perfect at doing this. Braxton, uh, who plays the bass, is he's an expert at this, and it's wonderful. Mm. And then um, after that they will play for about 30 minutes very cool and that'll be great because again new band for me sorry just for me it's i'm boring and old but that'll be really cool because i'm hoping they also have a band table maybe they are one of of the bands who will play concourse and uh, a couple of concourse uh programs i believe it's more than one i think i I believe in the schedule I saw they had two mm-hmm. and then um, they'll, you know, they'll be doing some other things throughout the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, um, they're awesome. They play uh, great music and long ago, apparently a fan told them, or they kind of dubbed the band um, uh, Victorian chamber metal. Oh, and so okay. That's, that's Kind of what that that is a fairly apt uh, description, and yeah. they have kind of embraced it themselves. But I do encourage people to check them out. Uh, and you know, uh, last year uh, we had a full house for this, so uh, we're hoping that people will come out again and enjoy some some spooky stories and some great music. Uh, yes, and that'll be awesome. I also do want to tell y'all because I'm now like looking for offbeat artist on Spotify. You never know who you're going to find. I found Misbehaving Mavens, which has been a band at Dragon Con. So I'm going to look in just a second and see if these people are there too. And John's making notes with his little pen, and I don't know why. But, um, okay, so Carol, is there any, uh, we always ask you this because we know you're going to be running around just like, oh my God, there's so much. But anybody you want to see that's not on your track? 
I well, I would really, I would really like to be able to go and see a panel from the Expanse guys. Oh who, yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going to work out that I will be able to do that. Sorry, Melinda, that's one of my volunteers. She's wonderful, and she really, really wants me to be able to go. And I'm, I'm still going to see if it works out, but. I, yeah, it might. You never know. And, I, you know, and there are some of the other things that that I would also enjoy seeing now and then. But, uh, you know, uh, but that that is one uh, that I would uh, particularly particularly like to uh, be able to do. But if not, hey, maybe next year, maybe they'll be maybe back. Next again. Year. I mean, it, this is a big time sh- show now and books. I always find it funny. I love the expanse show much more than the books after about the third or fourth book because and i'm so sorry this will offend somebody and it's my opinion only your mileage may vary but in the books it's like white guy breaks something everybody else has to fix what white guy broke because white guy wasn't paying attention and doing what he should have done and then white guy still gets the credit so so i kind of got mad at the books yeah, it's so, kind of like real life. So like real life. Okay, just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> want, want, to clar- well, want to clarify that that, that the- one of the nice things about The Expanse yeah. is it's grounded in a lot of reality and a lot of mm-hmm. real science. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is. So that just makes sense to me. And a lot of really, I kind of see how it would be between politics and corporations and things like that. So yeah, I think it's it's an excellent, I love the show. I do. I it's they They've kind of, tweaked that enough in the show that it made me happy so i love the expanse too yes you should go if you can go i i'm going if to make can. every effort and yeah. we'll see how it works out because as you pointed out mm-hmm. things may change between right? now and you know one oh, week no. today but in the seat panel is started panel is over then the panel You've left the it, panel. Yeah, panel is over you've, you've gone to sleep the then it's actually happened then it's right. actually happened, and the <laughs> schedule correct. was correct. So just FYI. The, the day has changed. You You're already back at home. Then yep. DragonCon's happened. <laughs> well, and it's always great because I was like, well, DragonCon people, you know, we could roll with the punches during 2020, kind of. But <laughs> we got a little tired of it. But, yeah, we could because, you know, we're always like, well, maybe there will be a panel. Who knows? <laughs> Oops, there's not. Well, let's go see what once in a while you get a surprise. Yeah. You do get a surprise. Not often, <laughs> folks. Or your panel, it's like you thought it was at 530 and because of whatever, you know, they didn't get in last night. So, oh, wow, it's not at five. It's not at 530. It's going to be tomorrow at 10, 10 a.m. or whatever. So mm-hmm. that happens. Too. So be prepared. Yeah. And, now, and can, oh, my prediction John. here is that with the number of uh, flights that keep getting canceled or moved around, we may see a lot more of that this year as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many being hmm. uh, canceled and moved and uh, just, yeah. Okay. So now, Carol, let's remind everybody where you are. You are in the Westin, the wild, wild Westin, as you and Derek Tatum a couple of years ago called it. So, yeah. And what, what's your room? Chastain 1 2. Mm-hmm. And John will never find it, but for normal people who have a sense of direction, how do they get there? Well, if you can get to the Westin, which if you're coming out of the Hyatt, 
Mm-hmm. Is actually not too bad. You go out that front, out of, you come out the front, you turn left, and you walk down a block or two, and it's it's going to be across the street. But across it's right the street, there. but yeah. And right if there. you're in the Sheridan, you have to walk up the hill, but it's you just walk up, you know, the Andrew Young Boulevard, and it's right there. Um, so and remember, if you take those steps, John and I agree it counts as three because that is a serious incline on that hill from the Sheridan to the mm-hmm. western. <laughs> It is. Okay. It is quite big. Yes. So okay. uh, Rob suggests um, avoid the hill. Avoid the hill, and you can very easily avoid the hill, even from the Sheraton. Find somebody, and we will tell you, or I will give you the hint the first time you see me at DragonCon. Um, Carol, bring your, bring what your about skateboard think- and do some sketching. Right? You just hold on to a car no. going by. And, no, that's not how you do no. it. All right. Well, especially because if I'm correct, that hill isn't one way up; it's one way down. Mm. Okay. Uh, for cars. And Carol, what about cars, Facebook? I think it's, yeah, it's up. It's up going. Oh, is it up for cars? Yet. Well, then that might be good. So Carol, and what, where are you, not what, where are you on like Facebooks and other interwebbies kind of things? If you go to Facebook and just plug in DragonCon Urban Fantasy, it will take you directly to us. That's the page that stays most active. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's active all year round. Uh, that's where I post all the time. We do have a Twitter account, uh, which does have a little more activity typically this time of year, but not necessarily as much, you know, throughout right. the, the rest of the year. And we also have a YouTube channel, something oh. else that kind of developed a, as a result of, you know, uh, Dragon Con goes virtual in mm-hmm. 2020. Yep. And we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of material on there. And one of the things that I, I did some, some panels for, uh, virtual dragon con um you know around that time prior to so that they could be shown during uh, during dragon con and then um at, when we talked about supernatural a little bit ago and when the show ended in november of 2020 it's hard to believe the last episode aired um i i started thinking about it and i thought you know i've seen the show but the the show they they did a good job throughout, but also in that last uh, season, I think of doing kind of, you know, callbacks, if you will, or okay. you know, yeah. references to the other parts, other things that happened over the course of the series. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's been a really long time since I've seen some of those. I watched it when it began. I watched it from the very first episode, mm-hmm. but. You know, if for some of those episodes, I had not seen them in a really long time. So I decided oh. to start doing monthly um, panels, which I called Supernatural Rewind. And we would do oh. one, one season a month. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. And so those yeah. are all on there. All 15 of, of those are on there. Um, okay. Very, very cool. That's awesome. And one thing that that led to... Mm. was something that we did last year and that we will also do this year at con on Thursday night. We will have a little competition, excuse me, <coughs> a little competition we call supernatural showdown mm-hmm. and it's the battle of the middle seasons. And what that means is that we have each the season six through 10 are going to have a representative that will defend, they'll have about five minutes or so. They're going to be looking at specific, um, you know, 
types of things for their defense, but they're yes. going to defend why the one that they are defending is the best. And then there is going to be some discussion with the audience. And then at the, at the very end, the audience is going to, is going to decide who made the best argument. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. We had, we had a good time with it last year and we're going to do that again this year. Well, it also sounds like what we need a lot more in life, which is honest and reasonable debate. Which That's is correct. based on opinions and people not being <laughs> throwing pies at people. Uh, yeah, that's good. No, I like how- pies being thrown. No, no. Definitely and I like how you said that, you know, which person had the best um, debate, not which one was the best episode. By, because right. Extract for a couple of years did um, what's your favorite Extract episode. And for those who are extra X Files fans, what's your favorite X Files episodes? Or, or your favorite extra episode? Or your favorite extra whatever? Yeah. <laughs> but for the X Files, people kept choosing Home, which is the one oh, that is the yeah. one box would only show once, and yeah. there was questions on it would even be in the other box sets and everything else. So yeah, I'm glad you're doing that on debate, not show. Yeah, <laughs> good idea. Very very good idea. Awesome. All right, John. Your turn. So, Carol, we like to play uh, games with our guests before they uh, take off and with our audience as well. So you should see in the private chat there uh, the link to, well, a address to go to Jackbox TV. And then oh, yes, link. I do see that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so if you open up another tab or you use your phone or whatever, um, you can go there and type in that room code. And then once you're in there, we'll open it up for our, our um audience members to join uh we're gonna play quiplash again because that's what we've been playing pretty much all all year um it's, and it's been a lot of fun it, it has now, been a lot of fun see, i'm sorry go ahead. i didn't i don't see a link oh it's just you, you gotta type just go to jackbox.tv oh okay just yeah, type it just, yeah jackbox.tv right unfortunately yeah, I get yeah. Them, whatever. Yeah. oh uh, i see okay and then type and in Carol, the number. That 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 was great because today I had to help my mother join my Mint Mobile family, and that was thirty minutes of misery. Did <laughs> did uh, one click? Did did uh, Ryan come by and visit you to help you? No, Ryan has not come by and visited me, and I am very upset with Ryan. Uh, so I really do expect you know Ryan to come and visit. But I have to also really say Mint Mobile is saving us a lot of money. It's yeah, not- it is. A- Sorry. Uh, so now Sorry, we've, we've talked. But- now, now we've got a. Now we've chilled for Mint Mobile, who needs no shilling. But there we go. Oh. All right. If you're okay. in the audience, uh, N-R-U-G, N-R-U-G um, is the uh, thingy, Steve. Uh, and- oh, my. And we okay. are pretty much done. Woohoo! Uh, that was quick. It's come on, Carol, get in there. Oh, I, I am at the screen where it says select your character. Yeah, select your character. Okay, so pick whichever one of those you like. It, well, oh, okay, the ones that are still free. Okay, yeah, okay. it has to be the ones still free. Oops, yeah. There I always like the three-eyed purple one. I don't know why. All right, let me just make sure you, you guys can hear this, right? Mm-hmm. Hear the music in the background there. Okay, good. Yep. Now, All John, right. are you reading or am I reading? I'll, I'll go ahead and read this time. Good, thank goodness. Okay. Looks like you got your your computer back, though. Yes, I do. I I will explain at the outro. Welcome to Quiplash 3, Rise of the Poop Joke. Oh, I'm Schmitty, and you're you. So, that's settled. Ready? 
And if you're not in the game, put in the room code and join the audience. Your vote counts, too. Zan says she's driving and can't play Jackbox today. now, round one. Right. You're about to see a couple of different prompts on your device. Enter your best response for each, then go head-to-head against another player's best stuff. Oh, and everyone else gets to vote on their favorite. Points are scored based on the percentage of people who choose your response. Let's quip. Carol, we might Carol, we might have a little bit of an advance. You've got grandchildren that like poop jokes and I still Oh, I, I think that's, that that it has nothing son, to do with so. what's what's on your prompt. It's just a random thing that he says. Um, <laughs> well, well they're uh, well everyone's putting stuff into their devices there. Uh, I will mention something that Zan pointed out earlier, which is that she inquired uh, and the official word is that there will be no DragonCon merch store at in the Americas Mart this year. Uh, the Sheridan store, with uh, two locations right across from each other, opens on Thursday, and the Marriott store opens on Friday. That's uh, according to Zan. Uh, let's see. Was there any other comments here that I need to address? Nope. Nothing Nothing right now. So I'll just remind everyone you can reach us by calling 813-3210-TUG. I should probably check the voicemail make sure there's nothing in there. Uh, yeah, that's 813-3210-884. Um, and also, you can email us at 50days at theuniquegeek.com. That's 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Um, Sarah did did say something earlier about the charm guests. Uh, apparently, yeah. when they were announced, uh, she screamed in the middle of a work call. So I assume that was. I hope you didn't get in trouble, Sarah. Yeah, I assume that was in joy, not in horror. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I know, I, I know she was excited, yes. Oh, running out of time, Carol. Hurry. Oh, well, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't know we had started. I've yeah, not, I've... It should have been on your device. Oh, it's okay. Will they answer questions? Oops. John. I did not see any questions. I didn't see anything. Oh. Try a re... re... Okay. Uh, what does a purple wedding dress symbolize? The Hogwarts giant squid helped with dying or... She's gonna marry Thanos. What does a purple wedding dress symbolize? The Hogwarts right. giant squid uh, helped with the dying, or she's going to marry Thanos? Now you can vote. I you would should... say the Hogwarts giant squid. I tried to click on it, but it wouldn't do it. it wouldn't oh, really? Yeah. What's going on over there? Something's going on over there. Okay, Carol, go out and go back in. She's go out and go back in. Going to marry Thanos from uh, um, Gabe is the winner. In the 5th century, you couldn't get married unless blank. You presented the family with five baby dragons. There you go. That's the, a pretty uh, Chris, good one, Chris. Chris all right, check this out. Oh, apparently, this one's all about weddings. Uh, in case two people grab the banquets, uh, banquet bouquet simultaneously... Here's a tiebreaker to see who gets married first. Rock, paper, scissors, well, or who can list all the Enterprise versions? I would guess that it's probably rock, paper, scissors, but I would think that it would be more fun if it were the other answer. Well, I got to ask, do, do the animated shows count? Uh, That's always a question. You got to ask it. Uh, looks like uh, Canadians rocks. Canada, Canadians rocks. I guess. Oh, hey, Canadians rocks is here. Canadians uh, one rocks. with uh, I forgot that. Uh, 
What was the answer? I don't remember. It was uh, the Enterprise one. Enterprise one. No. Don't marry them. The person who you really love is blank. Stuck in line for a Shatner's panel or a Reaver. <laughs> no, don't marry them. The person that you really love is blank. Stuck in line for Shatner's panel or a Reaver. Yeah, my my choice would be the Shatner's panel one. <laughs> Probably, or hopefully, one would know if they were stuck with a reaver. <laughs> well, you never know you're stuck with a reaver until it's just a little bit too late. <laughs> they just show up out of nowhere. The vow no spouse will agree to is, I promise to blank, love your fandoms as much as my own, or clean all the toilets. The vow no spouse will agree to is I promise to love all your fandoms as much as my own or I promise to clean all the toilets. Uh, Mary points out that she misread that question and I'm not sure which one (laughs) it was. Uh, Let's see. Love your fandoms as much as my own. Lee wins. And next is... It was a big deal for us. No. <laughs> was it? Was it in your wedding your wedding vows? No. Uh-oh. Uncle Frank is on the dance floor again and refusing to stop blank. Juggling the baby or doing the robot? It's got to be doing the robot because juggling the baby is just wrong when you're on the Or, dance. well, yeah. <laughs> juggling the baby while doing the robot. Uh, Brandon That's points funny. out that he, he now remembers what he forgot to add to his vows. <laughs> Uh, juggling the baby wins. That's Gabe. Gabe with that answer. Next one up. Dragging kin, kin, dragging tin cans uh, from the getaway car is cute. Dragging blank is a statement. Hot Wheels is the winner. There's no answer. <laughs> like Hot Wheels behind a car. That's actually pretty funny. The hottest wedding trend in the distant future. Entire fandom groups wedding. Uh, entire fandoms group wedding at Dragon Con or Dragon Con. The hottest, Dragon yeah, the hottest Dragon wedding trend in the distant yeah. future is Dragon Con or entire fandom groups getting married at Dragon Con. Hmm. Uh, by the I'd way, <clears throat> just so you know, you're not allowed to get married to Dragon Con. That is a rule. Not unless you talk to the hotel and you, you have to do get, it all through yeah, them. You cannot yeah, you do it, to it on to the your hotel. own. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Just fun things to know. And the one that won is... Oh, sorry. Uh, entire fandom's getting married. Now that round one is a distant memory, let's move on to the scores. Okay. Let's see. Scores are... Chris is in the lead with Brandon, Gabe, and Canadians Rock... Canada's Rocks. Or Canadians Rocks. Canadians. Round two is here, and the points are doubled. Uh, by the way, someone did ask about, about Rocks, where Rocks is. Um... And I'll let you know in just two seconds. Uh, there should be some stuff coming to your device if it's not there. Um, um, please let us know, Carol. If you do a refresh, does it come back on? Um, if I refresh what? The the, oh, the, the page. The, okay, this. Okay. Um, I see something that says the name of the wedding band that never yeah, yeah, gets you, Yeah, you're supposed to type in an answer there in that little box Just anything yeah whatever whatever you would fulfill that that requirement there um 
Yeah, okay, so Brandon points out that uh, I got married to a new fandom at DragonCon thanks to Warehouse 13's panels. So, he got married to an entire fandom. Yeah. There you go. So now, what should mine be showing now? Uh, well, you probably this hit enter, and then it should give you another prompt. You should have two prompts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it. Okay, I thought it was the same question again. No, it's a, it should be two different um, prompts. Okay, it tells me what my things are, but I don't see anything else. So. Okay, yeah, it'll 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 come back to yeah, life. Yeah, that's in a all it does. Now it'll come up. Stop. Use a safety quip if you're stuck. Do 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 do. Mary, Chris, Canadian. Oh man, now I want to change. Rocks. Now I want to change one of them. Yeah, you always I just do. Of a better one. Dang that's it. always the case. Okay, let's see what you've wrought. And we start with... All right. A wedding gift that's definitely getting returned to the store. Punching your vote. A video <laughs> of, of Shatner, why Kirk climbs a mountain. A video... So what gift that... Sorry. <clears throat> a box of pregnant I'm troubles. A wedding gift that get, definitely gets getting returned to the store. A box of pregnant tribbles or a video of Shatner's Why Kirk Climbs Mountains. I'm, I'm going with, I still can't click on anything, but I'll pick uh, the tribbles. Yeah, there we go. Box of tribbles wins! Oh with a quick man, lag. nobody liked my video! Somebody did. One person. One person in the One audience. Person. I'll take my Let's 220. See the next one. Thanks, audience. The name of the wedding band that never gets booked. <laughs> Robot or decisions, the Goth Squad? Decisions. Choose your favorite. <laughs> the name of the wedding yeah. band that never gets booked. Robot, Robot. or the Goth Band? A Goth Squad. Excuse Those me. are pretty darn good, folks. I yeah. I always kind of want to put them together. The Robot Goth Squad. The Goth Robot Squad. Need a Goth Robot. Oh, I did. It, it worked this time. Mary wants to keep the video. Mary, you need help. Without we really, ado, really need help. Before they got before they get married, couples should always discuss children, finances, and blank. How many RPG books a person can have or fandoms? Before they get married, couples should always discuss children, finances, and blank. How many RPG books a person can have? Role playing games. Why am I saying that? Of course, everybody here would know what RPG means. Or fandoms. Well, I did pick fandoms, but it didn't show up this time. Uh -oh. Next up. <laughs> there, there's a there's a debate going on. Sorry, I'm paying attention to the comments. Okay, why should you never get married on Halloween? Trick or treaters keep interrupting the ceremony, or too busy getting free candy. Why I'm should you never get married on Halloween? Uh, Trick or treaters keep interrupting the ceremony, or too busy getting free free candy. I would guess the candy. Uh, and I liked the candy. It looks yeah, like uh, trick or treaters keep interrupting the ceremony. Okay, that would be tricks. I do is bland. Instead, 
And now it's time to vote for your favorite. Look your future spouse in the in the eyes and say, yes, or you damn well better. Yep, I do I as planned. Well yeah. Instead, look your future spouse in the eyes and say, you damn well better, or yes. There's a debate of whether of of whether we should uh, keep the tribbles or the or the Shatner video still going on in the chat. I chose the other one. Yes. Why didn't you show me on that? Yes, I got a super quiplash. <laughs> oh, you feel you better. You damn well. Th- you damn well better. Damn well better. Moving right along. Uh, Brandon had a better answer, which is just I know. I know. <laughs> I also thought of I am a leaf on the wind. <laughs> According to superstition, if the groom sees the bride before the wedding. This terrible thing will happen. Fingers get chopped off or Cthulhu will swallow the entire, I assume, wedding party will be the conclusion yeah. of that. Um, according to superstition, if the groom sees the bride before wedding, before the wedding, this terrible thing will happen. Fingers will be chopped off or Cthulhu will swallow the entire wedding party. Now, see, I clicked on Cthulhu and it's not uh, showing me again. So. Hmm. I don't Let's know what I did right one time, and I haven't done again. <laughs> That's the story of my life, Carol. Um, okay. <laughs> a, great, <laughs> a great activity to keep kids occupied at a wedding is la. I don't know, <laughs> or bobbing for wedding rings. A great activity for for uh, to keep kids occupied at a wedding is is somebody. Uh, I think somebody got messed up on typing. It happens a lot in this game, unfortunately. Or bobbing for yeah. wedding rings. I'm going to assume bobbing for wedding rings is going to win. But Oh, ah! No, I picked nope. the other one because that's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> and if, See, can, if Canadians Legos, rock, Legos, Legos is what she meant to say. Legos. Oh, Legos are good, actually. What is the most important now quality? Time to vote for your favorite. By the way. And just throw the Legos on the dance on the dance floor and uh, oh, watch everyone no. step on them. Uh, what's the most important quality when selecting a bridesmaid? Makes me look prettier, or that she is willing to be Robin to my Batman. Willing to be Robin, yeah. yeah. She's it. willing to be Robin, and we all know how that ends. To my Batman. There you go. What's the most important quality when selecting a bridesmaid? Makes me look prettier, or that she is willing to be Robin to my Batman. I'm assuming. Chris, or, no, but Chris. Or, yeah, Robin to your Batman. There you go. That's Chris, nobody could. You already look pretty. Scores. All right, here we go. Scores. And Chris is still in lead with Brandon and Lee and Gabe falling behind. Lee is in third place from like way at the bottom. final chance to make a splash. Uh-huh. Each of you will be sent a prompt that requires three separate responses. That's triple the ha-has. So we have to go back to the other screen again? Well, it should it should prop up for you automatically. If it doesn't, let me know. Or just refresh. But you should get three prompts. You should have a place. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a different browser, so. There you go. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris, thanks you, Lee, for your kind comment. Aww. Aww. And Brandon points out that they are always a Robin, never a Batman. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now I get it, because it's a bridesmaid. It's a... Uh, got it. <laughs> Look. I'm slow. The older I get, the slower I get. 
What were we talking about? We we're talking about something. I don't know. Um, yeah. So things to do uh, to do while we're passing time, waiting for people to fill out answers. Um, we can talk about the weather. We've covered traffic, taxes, politics a little bit. Uh, so now weather. The weather in Atlanta will be hot with a forecast temperature of hotter than you've felt it before. Hotter than hell. Actually, what is the Atlanta uh, forecast right now? Let's let's look, shall we? Okay, let's all look. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. not. Time yeah. Stop, hurry. On Thursday, <laughs> actually, it's it's cooler than it is here. On Thursday, it's supposed to be a high of eighty eight degrees. Friday, it's supposed to rain. At Dragon Con, that's, I'd rather have the eighty eight degrees in the rain. Yeah, well, that's true too. Let's. Uh, yeah, does anyone know what the chance of rain is? Um, do not know. Oops. That's too far away to be able to tell. Sixty percent, apparently. Uh, three themes for a wedding cake couples never choose: dirt, death, and beats, or rural fantasy, Atlanta traffic, and Bridgerton. Three things for a wedding cake couples never choose: dirt, death, and beats. Which, by the way, uh, I I followed them in the eighties. I went I toured with them. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah dirt, dirt, death, and beats. But um. And then, or Definitely. rural fantasy, Atlanta, Atlanta traffic, and Bridgerton. Uh, and I like Dirt, Death, and Beats. Dirt, Carol. Death, and Beats. There you go. That was Carol. Carol's on the board, big time there. Yeah. Three red flags someone might say during their wedding vows. <clears throat> I don't watch TV. I don't like board games. <laughs> Three red flags. Or science fiction is banned. Only my fandoms are right. No more Dragon Con for you. That was a really quick one. Three things that might that might be red flags when they said in the wedding vows. Science fiction is banned. Only my fandoms are right. No more Dragon Con for you. Or I don't watch TV. Uh, or I yeah, I don't watch TV. I don't like board games. Uh, let's see. Well, I voted for the one that was in there. <laughs> Respect to Steve for calling back to my old, my bad. <laughs> Very good, Brandon. Uh, three pieces of advice for a happy marriage. The wife is right. Don't burn money on Legos. And now, Movie night right. every night. Three, uh, or be friends first, travel together, except that Cthulhu eats you. Three pieces <laughs> of advice for a happy marriage. The wife is right. Don't burn money on Legos and movie night every night. Or be best be friends first, travel together, and accept that Cthulhu eats you. Too bad we can't mix and match, you know. Some of <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we do like it depends on which one's saying them, right? Uh-oh. Quiplash again for Lee. Woohoo! <laughs> Chris says, no one restricts my Lego spending. (laughs) (laughs) You go, Chris. (laughs) The groom is bringing these three buddies with him on the honeymoon. Deadpool, Vince Vaughn, and Owen Wilson, or Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Oh, wow. The groom is bringing these three buddies with him on the honeymoon. Deadpool, Vince Vaughn, and Dot. I'm sorry. Uh, And Owen Wilson, or Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yes, Carol. Those are good. Now I know that I are the Yakko, Wacko, and Dot real. Animaniacs. We are animaniacs. They're the animaniacs. We are. We have oh, okay. contracts. 
I believe Lego spending is a personal belief, according to Mary. And uh, Steve says Lego is an investment. Steve, that's a you big fat lie. It's <laughs> a lie you tell yourself to sleep at night. It's a good yeah, to sleep at night. Right. All right, final scores. Here we go. Lee! Yes! Lee pulls it out at the oh, end! Very good, Lee. That quiplash at the end. Thanks, everybody. I don't know why I'm so happy. I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to be sad when Lee, Lee wins. I know you are, but yay! Because I don't do it often, so that's when you get happy. All right. <laughs> and uh, top answer of the game, by by the way, is you bet you damn well better, which was the uh, Val. Uh, Val yeah, one. that was good. All right. So uh, one more time, Carol, before we let you go, where can uh, folks find you at, at DragonCon and before DragonCon and after DragonCon? Okay. Well, during DragonCon, you can find us in the Westin on, uh, it's, it's actually technically the sixth floor, but it's the street level when you walk in the front door. We are all the way at the back, uh, past the elevator bay, past the, on the other side of the escalators. And that's us back there in the back. We do have, you know, a number of panels in, uh, some of the ballrooms, whether it's in the peach tree, I think we're only in the Hyatt this year, which is good in terms of, you know, uh, for us going back and forth. Um, yes. We do have some of our media guests in there. And we also have um, three different uh, author solo panels that are that are going on in uh, some of the the. Bigger than our room, but smaller than the big ballrooms. Uh, ballrooms. There you go. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's during con, but our, you know, our main hub is our track room is at Chastain one and two prior to con. Uh, you can find out most of the news uh, about the track and everything um, is going to be on our Facebook page. Um, just plug in uh, dragon con urban fantasy and we come up and uh, you know, I'm, and it does keep going all year long. So you can also find me there oh, afterwards. Yeah. We will have some virtual content that's on our YouTube channel, which again, if you go to YouTube and just plug in Dragon Con Urban Fantasy, it'll come up. Uh, we have some we have some good uh, past content there, author interviews, in addition to some uh, you know some of the panels on Supernatural Rewind that I was uh, talking about earlier. So. Uh, and we and we have you know a few other things mixed in as well, and we do have a Twitter account, which again you can just go to Dragon Con Urban Fantasy and you can find us. Um, but it, we it's not quite as active as uh, as the Facebook page, so that's that's where we are. We certainly hope that people will come by and see us and see our programming. We're very excited about it, and uh, you know it's uh, it, it's nice to be in that spot where we're like, oh, it's only a week away. And then it's like, oh my God, it's only a week away. away. Yeah. But I, yeah, you know, you can feel both of those things at the same time. And that's what that's oh, what yeah. we do. So we're really excited and looking forward to seeing people. It's always fun when your heart goes oh now I do want to close up the Lego talk real quick. Uh Mary does point out that they are investments in happiness. Then Mary has never stepped on them. With bare feet. I want to point out one thing also really quick. 
which is remember just as carol said and i said and i think john has even said you can't get to everything all the time especially in the big rooms the big ballrooms that's why it's wonderful if you're a member to buy a video membership and if you're not a member to buy a video membership so you can see what you can come to see in person so yay let's do that just fyi uh, again closing out the, the lego okay. talk is brandon points out that love hurts and i've stepped on legos before doesn't stop my love for them coming from mary <laughs> mary, well, mary my my oldest son um yes. who now has you know a, a, a teenager uh, of his own um was very much into lego as a child and started really getting into them i guess when he was about nine or so and i still have some of those i mean oh, I yeah have, like, the pirate ship and all this stuff and uh yeah we so, got no we got like harry potter's something i think harry potter's the first hogwarts harry, harry potter is a thing know. or other like, I don't know. It's like, like the first harry, harry potter like the first lego set they put out or whatever oh no um but i will say carol it's always great being an aunt now when I don't have any little ones because, oh man, oh man, there ain't nothing greater than watching out for that sale at Christmas for the, you know, 5,000 bucket of uh, Legos that you can give your nine-year-old nephew and your sister looks at you like you absolute holy <laughs> evil woman. I'm well, like, this is payback, really. Yes, is what I it is. am. <laughs> All right. Carol, thank you for taking time out. I really do appreciate thank it because you. I know that especially this close to con, you've got a lot of things you should be doing. You've got a lot of podcasts uh, to choose from. And thank you for choosing this podcast today. Thank you for choosing. Um, thank you for choosing. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It always is. It was great it's always to fun. Cool. All right. So until next time, for Carol and Lee and our audience, I guess, this is John and Legos and, and the death of Legos and death by Legos. This is John saying until next time, Peace. Don't get your Goodbye, everyone. triples pregnant. We are open for, um, you know, any merchandising ideas and bye. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This was a production of the Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 813-3210-TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow the Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution non commercial share alike license. my mouth <laughs> uh oh well at least it's yours that's one that, that, that was true this I mean, time yeah. it was mine yeah